Hi, and welcome to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Ritma. This is a marketing podcast like you haven't heard before. It's about real connections and honest conversations. Why am I here? To remind you that you can fly. If you're brave enough to listen to that calling inside you, I'm here to serve you and show you that marketing can and should be honest, that the truth sells and authenticity wins. So how can businesses and brands build a real and authentic audience? The Authentic Audience Podcast gives you insight into growing your business and marketing strategies to gain real followers and loyal customers. Each week, I create a space of radical honesty for thought leaders and entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses to share their insights on business, marketing, relationships, life, and spirituality. Each episode is sure to remind you the power of storytelling and truth selling. Get ready to get real, get raw, get honest, and keep growing. Hello, hello. Thank you for being here. Welcome. Before we get started with today's episode, I am so excited to introduce you to my first official podcast sponsor, Audenel Candle Co. I am being very intentional with who I choose to support and share on this episode, and Audenel is so close to my heart, truly one of my favorite brands, and I am honored to share more about their products with you today. Their founder, uh, Tiffany is now a dear friend of mine and I'm so grateful for all of her products. She is all about the seasons. So every season there is a seasonal self-care bundle that comes with candles, different self-care essentials, um, eye pillows, room mists, you name it. And it's such a beautiful way to transition into whichever season we're in. She sends recipes, playlists. It's the sweetest, most intentional um, candle company and just so much more than that that I've found and that I've been able to work with. I take baths every day, so I use her candles. They last forever. I use her eye pillows. I use her room mists. I use the um, diffusers in most of my rooms around the house, so I'm uh, definitely a huge fan of these products. Right now, you can order the winter bundle, which is just... For my um, (laughs) winter phobia, for lack of a better word, it was just such a beautiful way to welcome the season instead of fear it. It comes with a playlist. It comes with winter recipes, um, hand warmers. Uh, multiple candles, the cutest little matches holder, um, and so many other little goodies. So I'm a huge fan of these products. I highly, highly recommend buying from her. I really want to support shopping local, shopping small, small business owners this season. And when you are supporting small businesses, you're supporting people directly like Tiffany and her sweet, sweet family. So the website to order is oddandl.com, A-U-D-A-N-D-E-L.com. You can check out her winter bundles and some of her other uh, essentials on her website. And I can't wait for you to try it and let me know what you think. So it's just exciting to have a first sponsor too. I mean, we're growing and it's really fun to be able to share products and people that I love. And it's just a fun 
new way to do that on the podcast. So that's the tea on Audenelle. And let's dive into today's episode. This is a solo episode. I haven't checked in in a while. I think the last time I checked in, I was healing from burnout. And I actually need to change and clarify that word healing from burnout because I have this amazing woman coming on the podcast, I believe next week, and she talks about the big difference between healing and recovering from burnout. And one thing I've realized these past few months is that I'm not actually healing from burnout, I recover. And what she says on the podcast, and you'll get to hear it next week, is there's a difference and recovering is like taking your car into um, get a tune-up every hundred miles or so, right? Or however many miles we go between tune-ups, but we get our oil changed, we get a little tune-up and then that allows us to run another hundred miles until we inevitably are going to burn out and need another tune-up. Healing means changing out the transmission or changing our operating system, right? And what I realized is I'm not actually healing. I am recovering. I hit burnout. I go deep into self-care because there's really no other choice for me. I slowly but surely get back into work, putting more on my plate, more on my plate, boundaries, expectations, et cetera, et cetera. The plate gets piled, 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 piled until eventually I fall and crash again. And this happened recently. So I took on too much. This is something that constantly happens with me. One of my friends was actually recently reminding me that I've been like this for a long time. It's not just with authentic audience. Uh, We went to college together and she was reminding me that I was always working on some project, some extra credit video, um, you name it. I was working. And I think there's a lot to unpack there. And I don't really want to unpack it in today's episode. I want to try and stay on track. I have some really beautiful takeaways and things that I want to update you on and share. But that need to prove, that need to do more, do better, constantly proving myself. Um, There's a, a big, I don't even want to use the word wound. I think that word is overused, but there's obviously a pattern that continues to come up for me in my life where I feel like I need to constantly be doing more, sharing more, helping more, making more, proving more, etc. So that was starting to happen. And my husband and sweet, sweet business partner um, were continuing to remind me that we're working too much again, you're working 10 hour days, you're working through the weekends, like we need to slow down. And I wasn't listening, of course, because I'm quite stubborn. And uh, sure enough, I crashed. I just totally, totally crashed, like tears, meltdown, breakdown, the the whole thing. And I was in the bath and I actually overheard I was sort of eavesdropping on my husband talking to my best friend on the phone and they were talking about this pattern and it doesn't just affect me, it affects everyone around me when I get into this sort of rabbit hole of, it's a little bit manic even, of work, constant work, nonstop work, can't stop working and he was saying how do we help her, how do we 
How do we prevent her from crashing? And what Emery said, which was so sweet, I heard her say, you know, she sometimes just has to crash. Like we have to just let her fall because that's the only way she's going to be able to pick herself up is just let it all fall. And sure enough, a couple days later, I did. And I crashed even further. And I had to really take a step back. My husband and um, someone else in my business who I talk about a lot, Katie, who's my like right hand and has become just a crucial piece of authentic audience, actually had a meeting behind my back. This is how bad it gets um, to see what they could take off my plate and push into the new year. And that's so hard for me because it feels like I'm letting people down. It feels like I'm disappointing people. And honestly, no one cared. One of my mentors who I'm launching something super exciting with, we wanted to get the first round of videos and course content done in December. And there's just no way I can do it. One, I had to come to that realization, like I cannot do this in December. We have so much going on. We have two launch projects. I'm launching Marketing Fundamentals on Saturday as a self-study. I'm launching a 90-day launch checklist and guidebook, this epic bundle towards the end of the year to help businesses roll into the new year with a good plan and clear strategy and I just and so many other things. I'm in a marketing fundamentals course right now. I have, you know, 20 consultations, you name it, and I was trying to just take on too much because I honestly don't want to let people down and it's crazy that I'll just run myself, my heart, my soul, my body into the ground putting my mental health at risk, my relationships, um, just for this fear of letting people down. So I had to have some conversations. Of course, they were all received wonderfully. The people I work with care about me and want what's best for me at the end of the day. So I had to let it fall. I had to fall. And I want to figure out a way to step into this burnout pattern in a place of healing in 2021 and really look at changing out my operating system instead of getting a tune-up every 100 miles until I crash again because it's not fun. It's not fun for those around me. And my mental health takes a toll. My physical health takes a toll. My spirituality and, and my self-care practice gets put on the back end. And it's like I fight self-care at that point. My husband's like, get in the bath. And I'm like, no, I don't want to get in the bath. I have to keep working. It's like this total weird manic pattern I get into. And it's time to change that. So the first step, of course, was looking at my calendar and making significant changes for the month of December. Um, we were able to push like 12 to 15 hours of my calendar space into the new year and then push this project uh, that I'm launching with my mentor and business partner into the new year as well. And I just feel such an exhale and why didn't I do this before? Like, when can I, how can I start to recognize these patterns? Because everyone else around me can, right? Um, before it's too late, before I have to let it all fall. But sometimes, and I was talking to my dear friend about this last week, you have to fall in order to like get back on that wave of up, 
upward momentum. And this is something that as human beings, we're constantly like riding these waves, right? Of up and down, up and down as women, we're like seasonal cyclical creatures. And there's, you know, the highs of the month and the lows of the month are the highs of that season, the lows of the season. Same thing with the year, like summer for me is my season. I have more energy. I'm getting up earlier. I'm getting more done. I'm taking better care of myself. It is my season for sure. Um, but again, we have these little mini seasons or mini cycles throughout each month. And for me, when I'm in the low, it's easy for me to be in the low. <laughs> and when I'm in the high, it's harder for me. I'm waiting for the next shoe to drop. I'm waiting for the next thing to happen. And how do we be where we're at? recognize which part of the wave that we're on and potentially get on that upswing before we crash. Um, it's easy to turn things around once we crash. It's like, okay, we crashed, we're here, we're at the bottom, it's time to make some changes. But how can I start to make those changes when I may be at the middle of the wave and I haven't quite crashed yet? So I don't have the answer for you, but that's what I've been thinking a lot about in terms of how I step into 2021 as a better just judge of my own well-being so that I don't have to have these people in my life stepping in for me, which is so amazing, but I would love to be able to take better care of myself without having to rely on anybody else. So that's really what I'm thinking about. Luckily, um, towards the end of the year, we're taking a couple weeks off um, from calls and meetings, so I'll have some projects I'm working on, but I can really just go really, really inside. One of the other changes that I'm making, if you are a coach or somebody who has to be quote unquote on, um, I'm changing my schedule to have on days. What I'm really learning about myself is focus is really important. And not only am I learning this right now about myself, but in all of the client projects I've got going, this is a common theme. It is so easy to lose focus. It is so easy to get distracted by another project, to get discouraged when things aren't growing or moving as quickly, and we lose focus. And I think one of my teachers, she talks about getting um, pulled from focus a lot, things that dilute our focus, comparison being one of those things. There's so many things that can pull our focus. And for me, it's really hard. I have, for example, a typical day sometimes can include multiple meetings, strategy calls, podcast interviews, building of websites, writing emails, posting on social media, teaching a course, going for a walk, riding a bike ride, calling my, like I'm, my focus is constantly changing like every hour. And it's really hard for me to change my focus around that quickly. I, once I get in, I need to be in and that's the mode I can be in. For example, if I have an on day, once I jump into a strategy call and I'm on, I'm there, I'm flowing, I'm in it. But to have to jump off that call and then jump into a website build or a sales funnel build or totally switch focus, 
is not good. And it stresses me out because it takes me a minute to get into that flow. And then now I'm in a flow. I'm building a website. I'm listening to my music. I'm on the couch. And then I have to jump back on a call and be on again. So one big change that I'm going to make is have on days. So I have days where I'm going to get up, look presentable (laughs) for my calls, And those days I'll do strategy calls, client meetings, things like that where I have to quote unquote be on. Then other days I can build sites, go through my emails, work on my courses where I can be in my jammies, in my sweats with a cup of coffee, my headphones on, music on, and I'm just fully in creation mode without having to switch back and forth. So that's another change I'm going to make in my schedule just because focus is so, so important. And the last thing I'll say about this in working with so many people, I've done over a hundred strategy calls this year. It's been the most amazing year. I've met the most incredible people doing the best work in the world. And I just see myself as an extension of the work that they're doing. And it's so, and just special um, to think about all these people I've been able to connect with and help their business, but focus, having a clear strategy, having a clear focus, our clients, our audience, our customers, we we're getting, um, so much thrown at us at all times. And one of the easiest ways to confuse them is having too many offers, decision paralysis, too many price points, too many clicks, too many decisions they have to make. And when we can have a clear focus, we know what we're selling. They know what they're they're buying. It's really easy to only promote one thing at a time and it's better for everyone. Same thing with my strategies is when I deliver these strategies to my clients, I say, okay, for the next 30 days, this is your only focus. Once that's complete, we move into the 60-day strategy. Your only focus and goal for those 60 days is X. Same thing for 90 days. And it works so well because when we put our energy towards something and hold that thing sacred and create action intention manifestation generation all around one clear focus it works i promise so that's something that i'm really focused on <laughs> um this this quarter and going into the next year with my own business and with my clients as well so Yeah, sometimes you just got to let it fall. And that means um, facing the fact that you might have to disappoint some people. And in my case, it was the fear of disappointing and no one was actually disappointed. So um, people will wait if you're good at what you do. If you deliver good results, you're honest and um, truthful. People will wait. People will want to work with you and people will wait until you're available. So more boundaries, clear expectations, all of those things are something I'm really going to take with me into the new year as I continue to evolve and listen to what my business is asking of me. So speaking of my business, this is one thing that I really wanted to focus on in today's episode. I was talking to one of my best friends, Wayne, um, a couple weeks ago. He's a really good person to call when I need to be checked. If I need empathy, sympathy, not so much the person I'm going to call, but if I need someone to sort of rock me back into focus um, and remind me of what I'm really doing 
here and the work that I need to continue to do here, he's a really good reminder. Um, that's the word I constantly use to describe him is he's my reminder. So I called him, I let him know about, um, what was going on and how I sort of burned out again and my whole theory about healing versus recovery and la la la, I can justify anything. (laughs) And he said, you know, I think that you need to have better self-care for your business because you have really good self-care rituals in place. He comes and stays with us a lot and he's like, you do your walks, you have your morning coffee, you take your baths, you, you know, do your stretches and yoga twice a day. Like I've seen you, like you're in really, really good rituals around your self-care. But when it comes to your business, there's like no self-care practice going on. And I was like, what do you mean? And he just spewed the most brilliant, and I'm totally going to steal this and do a post about this or share something in the new year, but he basically gave me these three crucial elements to take care and love on your business, which is so funny because I'm constantly talking about listening to your business, being in service to your business, taking care of your business, but I wasn't really thinking of it in this way. So The first thing he said, number one, is your workspace. He said the first thing is your virtual workspace. So what does your emails look like? How many are unread? How are they organized? Is it clean? Is it clear? Does it overwhelm you when you open your email app? How can you organize your emails, whether it's starring certain things, creating folders for certain things, so that everything is really, really organized? So that was the first part. The second part was other tools and platforms that you use. So if you use Instagram, if you use Canva, if you use Google Drive, whatever programs and platforms and tools, Zoom, that you're constantly using. For me, it's Zoom, Canva, Lead Pages, Instagram, and Active Campaign, in addition to my email and Google Drive. Those are the main um, tools and, pl- and platforms that I use every day. Like they're always open. Also QuickBooks and my bank accounts and stuff, but we won't get down that rabbit hole. So are these organized? Are Do you have clean folders? Do you know where everything is? In Canva, I just basically have to search at the top of whatever it is I'm looking for and hope that I labeled it accordingly. So no, there's a lot of time being spent looking for things. Um, same thing in my Google Drive, stuff like that. So is your... A, emails clean and clear, and B, what about the other tools and platforms and how can you organize those a little bit better? The third thing was my physical workspace. And he was like, show me your desk right now. And on my desk, I kid you not, was like three cups of old coffee, a rice bowl from two days ago, candles, incense, essential oils, crystals, four notebooks, my angel cards, two pairs of headphones, like eight pens, my iPad, my laptop, my phone. I mean, sunglasses, lip gloss, you name it. And he said, I don't know how you even get anything done with that workspace. Like your physical space is such a reflection of your internal (laughs) state. So I need you to clean your physical space for me. So that night I like cleared my whole desk. I share an office with my shrine room and I always keep my shrine area looking pristine. But then you get over to my desk and it's just like looks like a bomb went off. So I really spent some time clearing off my desk 
desk and putting intention into that. So that was the first part. The second step was the I don't have to do it today list. And he asked me to physically write down everything that I've been putting off. Uh, Insurance renewal, paying off my credit card, getting back to so-and-so, sending that email, sending that follow-up, finalizing that website, finalizing marketing fundamentals, writing my script for the course I'm teaching next week. There were so many things that I've been putting off, putting off, putting off. He said, make a list of everything that you don't have to do today and put it on your desk so you can see it. And I want you to physically cross off half of the things on that list today. Half of the things. Get them done. Cross it off. I can't tell you how good that felt. It took also less than an hour. One of the things that I realized is I have all of these renewals on my credit card like that I'm not using Hulu Plus, Dropbox, a couple of apps on my phone that were adding up to like $100 a month that I'm just wasting. Um, And I'm really working on budgeting. That's a big personal thing that I'm actually going to talk about on a next or on a different episode because it's such a big topic for me is money and budgeting and everything around it. There's such a big energy there. Um, But one of the things on my to-do list was to just go through my credit card statement, look at every reoccurring payment, and actually cancel them. Um, I canceled our HelloFresh. I canceled, like, I just went through it. It took, like, 20 minutes. So again, um, to cancel or to cross off half of the things on that list took under an hour. And it was this, like, exhale of mental space. I can't describe it. So that was the second part. The third part, and actually the most profound piece, was this 80-20 rule. I talk about an 80-20 rule a lot, and this was different. So he talks about the 80-20 rule, and he says that in a typical business, he's a very like standard businessman, so obviously some of our businesses look quite different, but he said in a typical business, 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your clients, right? Just like 80% of our time is usually spent with 20% of our clients and so on and so on. So he said, you need to have a mental note every day. Sometimes it changes daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, but you need to know who those top 20% that are making your business run and go around. Who are they and how can you serve them better? How can you drop them an email, check in, do something that goes above and beyond, maybe sell them a bigger package that really serves them, takes care of them and lets them know that you care. For me, I have three really big projects going on right now that are paying for 80% of our revenue for the next couple months. The rest, the 20% is coming from my consults, my strategy sessions, and my courses. But I have these really big clients that I'm working with, and he said, make sure they know you care. And so the last week after I talked to him, I set up a really beautiful check-in call with all of these clients. Let them know what we were doing. How can we serve you better? How can we deliver better? How can we collaborate more, et cetera, et cetera. I could tell my clients felt so seen and so excited about the projects that we were working on. And one project, I even was able to sell them on a future project and create a strategy and proposal for that just by checking in. So I think that that was a really big piece for me is to remember 
remember and really be on top of at all times like where the biggest chunk of our revenue is coming from that month, that quarter, whatever, and how I can serve those people better because that's what's really keeping my business alive that month. That's it. That was self-care for my business. And he checked in with me almost every day throughout the week to see how I was doing. And it's made a really big difference. It's only been a week, but every day I'm making that to-do list. I'm checking things off. I'm starting by cleaning my space. So I'm taking 30 minutes to like throw out the old coffees, clean up my desk. I even vacuumed all of the incense droppings off my windowsill, <laughs> I'm watering my plants, like setting the stage. Then I open my computer, do the same thing with my emails, my open tabs. It's super organized and it just feels so much better and my business is so much happier and then just mentally knowing like where the revenue is really coming from and how I can better support that again is just making a huge difference and the whole all of this to say is everything that I've talked about in my basic like falling crashing burning out the self-care all of this stuff is all in my control (laughs) which Let me repeat, I am in control, which for me is all I ever want. But I spend so much time focusing on wanting to control the things I cannot that I forget that I have so much in my control. I can control my self-care practices. I can control my business self-care. I can control what my email looks like, what my desk looks like the um, love that my clients are getting from me, the above and beyond, dropping an extra email to my audience, doing a giveaway this week um, that I just chose the winner for yesterday. I decided to do this whole thing around supporting small businesses and it's easy and it brings the intention, the authenticity, everything that I want to put out there to my clients, to my business, it brings it right back to me. So again, My homework for you or my advice to you is there are five people right now that you could drop an email to that could bring a huge change, a huge shift around in your business. Send them some love. Thank them for um, being a part of your community, your business, your circle, whatever. Set up a phone call with them. Like there's so much you can do. You can clean out your emails. You can pay your credit card down. You can like take a bath, you know, go for a walk. Like so much is in our control. And I think for me, when I get into that place of mania or um, I have to finish this, I have to deliver this, da, 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 da. First of all, I work for myself. I'm the one setting those deadlines. Nobody else gives a shit whether I send it on a Thursday or a Friday. Truly, no one cares. So it's all really on me. And I am constantly the biggest thing standing in my way. I'm the only one not shutting my laptop and getting in the bath. I'm the only one that's not getting up and having a goddamn glass of water when I'm thirsty. Like there is so, so, so much that we have control over. So I want you to make a list. You know, I realized a couple weeks ago I was in a bad mood and I'm like, I'm the I have a choice today. I can be in a bad mood or I can uh, tackle this day in gratitude and service to my business and service to my customers. And it's almost annoying 
that we have so much control because we love to complain about the things that we can't control. We love to be the victim. We love to commiserate, you know, and on the other side, remembering gratitude. I know that that sounds crazy and it's a really sad time. I mean, having to have the conversation of not spending Thanksgiving with my parents or not being able to hug um, my best friends because some of them, you know, are pregnant or have little kids or, I mean, there's just so many reasons and so much uncertainty with what's going on in the world. And it's so easy to just go down these rabbit holes. And my mom and I were on the phone last weekend and we just both cried at how sad we were and how much we missed each other and the fear and just everything feels so extreme at times. But then I also reminded her how lucky we were to have technology and that we live close enough that we can do social distance walks and see each other six feet apart. And even though we can't hug, so many people haven't seen their families um, in six, eight, nine months or even longer. So there is always something to be grateful for. There is always something that you can do in that moment to enhance your quality of life, whether it's, you know, a hot cup of tea, a slow walk, listening to your favorite song. For me, it's lying on my floor and doing about 20 minutes of stretches and just yin exercises with my um, massage with my roller my foam roller and those medicine balls I use to do self-massage and self-care that way and I truly feel like a different person after I do that um, after I dance that's something I've been doing alone a lot lately is I've been turning on um, that song I think we're alone now <laughs> and just having a full-on dance party to the point where I'm like sweating um, so there's always something really small that we can do in every moment. I was sitting down to record this episode and it felt too personal to be at my desk. So I moved everything onto the floor. So I'm sitting on my floor. I put my mic, my computer, my coffee, my shrine. I'm staring at all of my homies in my shrine room, looking down on me and that's what I wanted to do to enhance my quality of life in that moment. I rang my bell and lit my incense to sort of drop in to this personal share with you all. So again, there is so much we can't control. There is so much uncertainty and I don't want to downplay that, but I just want to remind you that you do have control over a lot of things, over what you're eating, what what you're putting into your body, um, how you're taking care of yourself, how you're talking to yourself. The other thing that I've done that's really made a huge difference is journaling. I know people talk about this all the time, like, oh, you should have a daily journal. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Seriously, it helps. Um, I can't believe how simple some of these tools are that make a really big difference. And what I'm finding is it's the simpler things, the smaller things like having lemon in my water or taking my dog for a 10-minute walk, even if we don't go for a whole beach loop just to get outside with her. Things like that that are so simple and I come back and I'm just in a totally different mood. And when I'm in a bad way, I like fight doing those things. Like I fight with all my might just getting into the bath. I fight going for a walk. And it's so crazy because we just feel so much better and really recognizing when we're fighting 
that self-care, when we're fighting the things that are good for us. And that's really the first step is just dropping into awareness and recognizing I'm fighting this right now and I'm choosing to be in a pity party. I'm choosing to be low when I know that if I just went for a walk or had a bite to eat or had a glass of water or took a cold shower, I would feel so much better and actually consciously choose one way or the other. Because sometimes we just want to sit in bed and watch Netflix and not do anything that's going to make us feel better in that moment. We want to be in the pity party and that's okay as long as we're recognizing it and planning or creating a, um, one of my friends is like, okay, I'm going to let you sulk about this and be mad about this and be righteous until Friday. So you can text me, you can vent, you can be pissed, you can cry, but after Friday, we're done. Um, and actually setting a deadline for our own moods and our own emotions. And it really helps. So this is just my reminder to be so, so gentle with yourselves. I often get really hard on myself because of this reoccurring pattern. And it's like, oh, here we go again. I'm going to piss off my friends and my husband's and business is going to fall and things are going to go through the cracks. And it's like, I'm so hard on myself with this reoccurring pattern. And that doesn't help anyone. We all have our quirks. We all have our patterns. Mental health is real, especially now. I mean, Everyone I know is having an experience of some kind. It is intense. It is a lot of uncertainty. And we need to just remember that we are enough. And I will say this again. You, by existing, by existing, are so worthy of abundance, unconditional love, peace by simply existing. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anything. You don't have to prove anything, make anything. Just by being, you are worthy of unconditional love, peace, abundance, all of the things. You are worthy of manifesting the life that you deserve. And I just want to remind you that on today. I know it's Thanksgiving here in the U.S. and wherever you are, for me, I'm just going to spend this day reflecting in gratitude, not working. Yes, I said it and I'm saying it on here so that I can really hold myself accountable and continue to go inwards, continue to go inwards. It is so noisy. It is so loud out there with the news and social media. And of course, we don't want to just turn it off. We don't want to be numb to what's going on in the world. And and I don't think anyone who's listening has that problem. I think we're feeling it all and finding ways, even on social media, to set boundaries, to mute people, to move the Instagram app to page three on your phone so you're not immediately drawn to opening it. These little changes to just protect yourself, protect your energy, put yourself first. This is your permission to put yourself first. Find something in this moment that you can do to enhance your quality of life when this 
recording ends, when we hang up, go for a walk, have a cup of tea, write me what you did as simple or as extravagant as it is. Get a massage if you can. I don't think we can because the whole world is going into quarantine. Massage balls, they're $5. Highly recommend. A foam roller, $15 on Amazon. Highly recommend. I recently found this shiatsu massager on Amazon, 40 bucks. Best 40 bucks I've spent in a really, really long time. So find a way to enhance that moment, enhance that quality of life, because when we do this for ourselves, we are truly in service to something greater. Uh, When we take care of our business that's helping so many, when we drop into that space of being a part of something bigger, it becomes a lot easier to create those self-care practices. So I hope wherever you are, you are having... A beautiful day um, where if you can look at the sun, if you can feel the feel the outside air on your skin, if it's snowing, if it's raining, just be where you're at. Be in gratitude for this moment. It's truly all we have. As cliche as that sounds, the older I'm getting, I'm realizing cliches are a cliche for a reason. Um, I do have some really exciting news that I'm going to be sharing soon. I'm not quite ready to share it here yet. And no, I'm not pregnant. That's not what it is. Um, But some big life news is happening for us. And the business is continuing to evolve. I'm leaving space for that magic. And that's the other piece that I want to leave you with is focus is important. Strategy is important. A plan is important. Rituals, practices are all super important, but leave some space, leave some space for evolution, for pivoting and for that magic to come in. Yeah. Okay. This was a beautiful, um, 40 minutes for me I felt super connected and dropped into you all thank you for being here Um, I know the podcast is taking a different turn it's less focused on business 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 and more about what practices need to go in to having something successful and heartfelt and purposeful intentional authentic all of those things and I'm really excited where with um, the guests that I've got coming up and the direction that this is taking. Um, The conversations I've already recorded are just like blowing my mind so much that I want to just release everything right away. And the people that I've got scheduled and that I'm reaching out to just inspire me in such a big way. And I cannot wait to share these conversations with you. Again, the best way to support my podcast and support me doing this is by leaving a review. If you can just take two minutes on Apple Podcasts to leave me a review, um, that helps the ratings, the number of good reviews, positive five-star reviews help uh, me get out there more because I really am setting the intention in 2021 to focus a lot on growing this thing. It's one of my favorite things to do. I can't wait to bring on more sponsors. So if you know somebody or think of a brand that I would love or that you want to connect me to, that's also a great way to support and just continue to spread the word about what we're doing and and share with your friends. So for everybody that's here every week, I know you, I see you, I literally tap into you and drop in for you. And there isn't a moment when I'm recording where I don't remember that I am speaking directly to you wherever you are. And I'm just grateful for your energy. I'm grateful for your presence and 
yeah, just full, full, full gratitude for this community. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, keep growing.